Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. It is season four, episode 15, and we're going to be talking about networking. I have George and Sam coming on, and I just wanted to say before we get into this podcast episode that this is going to be the last episode of this season, of season four. Season five, I already have lined up guests, which is awesome. So keep a lookout because season five is going to be, I think, one of the best seasons yet. On top of that, I wanted to talk a little bit, since we're talking about networking, I had an opportunity to talk to a company called DOT. It's D-O-T and then a dot at the end. And basically, their motto is the future of networking. They sent me out two things, one business card, which I'm going to keep, and then another one that is called the DOT Classic. And it goes on the back of your phone, and it just sticks as a sticker. And basically, you touch it to someone's phone. It has to be a wireless charging phone in order to activate it, but it's really cool. It's I'm going to leave their website in the link as well as where to buy them at. I think they're really good and really good with networking, which is why I wanted to bring it up. And this was a perfect episode to bring them up in. And they sent me out two things like the business card I just said in this dot. So with this dot, I'm going to actually be giving it away. So if you look at my Instagram, I'm going to definitely do a giveaway for the last of season four, and it's going to be this dot. And it's really cool about this whole company. It's like I said, you just need a iPhone or an Android, any phone that has wireless charging and you touch the dot or the business card on the back of it and it pulls up a screen with your all your personal information digitally. So it's an amazing thing and you don't have to run out of business cards, you know, because business cards take up a lot of space and now you just have a slim card or you have this this dot classic on the back of your phone case. So I'm gonna be giving away this dot phone case uh, sticker. So look out for that. And it's going to be on my Instagram for a giveaway. With that being said, let's jump in to today's episode. All right, we're now recording. So I have George and Sam here on the podcast. We're talking a little bit about networking. We'll span off. We'll kind of just the organic conversation type of thing, the things that you guys are used to. And before I get into it, I want to say I met George and Sam at the CEO Global uh, Comp. I was going to say pitch competition, but actually it was a conference for the most part. But uh, really good guys, and I was easy. It was really easy connecting with them and easygoing people. So I definitely wanted to have them on the episode. So Sam, do you want to start by introducing yourself? Yeah. So um, well, I'm really glad that we we met. You know what I'm saying? I want to start there. Um, it's going to be pretty interesting to talk into that. Um, but anyways, I'm Sam Stryker. Uh, I'm from Whitewater, uh, University of Whitewater. Uh, that's why I go with George. I'm a marketing major. George, go ahead. George? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'd say it was pretty, uh, pretty easy to connect in Tampa. That's one thing I was, you know, I was thinking about it too. So you weren't the only one. Um, I was telling my advisors that it was almost like, uh, you know, on the day-to-day basis, when you go out and you go party, stuff like that, you know, it's not as easy to connect with people, but it was like, everybody was entrepreneurs and it was, it was so easy to talk, which was really cool. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so my name is George. I am a senior at University of Wisconsin Whitewater with Sam. Um, I'm a CEO and founder of Battery Savior, which is a cordless pre-charged rechargeable pocket-sized portable charger that we sell on an impulse convenience purchase at like stadiums, airports, concerts, festivals, et cetera. And we also run an e-commerce store. Uh, if you, so if you want to check that out, go to thebatterysavior.com. Um, other than that, you know, just uh, having great conversations with you kind of people. So yeah, absolutely. And that's what that's something I really liked about the conference. And we can talk about that a little bit later and just how easy it was. It, kept, it was everyone was like minded in the essence of like just hard workers and uh, wired different than, you know, 95 percent of other college students, so to say. But uh, jumping right into and bo both of you can just come in whenever and talk whatever you want to say in the conversation. But focusing a little bit on network now. What do you both believe is pretty important with net, uh, networking and like the purpose behind it, so to say? Um, George, if you don't mind, I kind of want to butt in on this one. Yeah, um, yeah you can go first. Um, I was just kind of thinking about this and talking about it with some advisors today at school. Um, they had asked how that Tampa trip had actually went, and I kind of got deep into it for a second. And um, one of the things that stood out to me was, I mean, there's got to be a passion behind, behind you. And you just have to recognize other people who kind of act based off of like what they are passionate about. You know what I'm saying? That's how I met you. you you're approachable. And you came up to other people and I was like, okay, this dude's going to be awesome to talk to. So why not just like say what's up? Because I'm sure he has something to say. And sure enough, like it's proving that. And so that's kind of like where I'm at with George too. Like that's how we clicked. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that George and Jason um, – I've been fortunate to be friends with them because that's where that stuff is starting to, I can, it's showing me that I can do this with other people. That's what Tampa was about. And it was awesome because I mean, you're in a place where uh, as much as like, you have to realize that everyone else is in the same boat you are. Mm -hmm. So they want to reach out to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, I think, uh, you know, I was, when I was younger, I really didn't understand the purpose of networking. Um, you know, the other day I was talking to this one individual and he was telling me, he said, you know, you, you and your friends, I mean, you guys, you look at somebody who's worth, you know, a billion dollars and you want to go talk to them, right? You, you want to go talk to them. Like, like it's the first thing on your mind, whereas they feel like it's a waste of their, like they're wasting their time. Right. Or they're, you know, they're, they don't have any value to provide. So why go talk to them? Um, and something really important is like, the reason you do it is, especially in entrepreneurship, is if you have a problem with your business, if you need to get over a hurdle, it's not gonna take you two months to figure it out. It's gonna take you a two minute phone call to that really important individual. And then, you know, you're on the fast track to the next problem. So that's something I really see it as. Yeah, absolutely. And I was reading a uh, Harvard article uh, yesterday, and I came across something that you brought up, George, was the fact that a lot of the times when you talk to someone, you feel like when you're finding, because that's how people connect with a purpose and a connection, and it's not really clicking, and people think it won't click. But in reality, uh, you know, billionaires or anyone in general with good advice is pretty easy to go up to. And although it's going to be a limited amount of time and you have to 
really power through a two minute conversation or whatever uh, to get as much information as possible. It's there if you try. And I think going in with confidence is going to help you a lot, especially like when I came up to you, I, I forget how it came about when we first, when we all met, I can't remember yeah. uh, if it was Sam coming up to me or I, I think I met Sam first and then he introduced me into you, George. And then we kind of networked that way through the first night and, and then it just kind of clicked. And then we started hanging out uh, towards the nights and then the next days and everything like that. But um, yeah, I, I like how you brought that up, George, how, we always think like, oh, we have nothing to offer, so to say. What's, how do you both self-brand yourself to, so to say, help it easier to get connected with? Um, so you're saying, how do we, how do we bring this kind of persona onto ourselves that gives us the motivation to go talk to people or what exactly is that? Yeah, I guess that was, that was a pretty broad question. So like, what, what do you think, think you provide uh, that people like, so to say, and bring attractiveness to you to ha- in a conversation? Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, talking to, the more I talk to successful individuals, I start to see how they do it. And it's, mm-hmm. there's like an etiquette to having a conversation with somebody you don't know, especially if they're already worth a billion dollars or they have a company, right? Because at the end of the day, most people assume that you're coming up with them. You're coming up to talk to them because you want something from them, um, especially if they're in a position of power. Um, and so the way around that, that I realized is you really want to have some sort of conversational etiquette, you know, being extremely optimistic, being nice, being genuine, transparent, talking about them, not talking about yourself until they ask about you, you know, stuff like that. Um, I think it's really important to have. Uh, so that's what I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Like that. Sam. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, I mean, all these things, I think about these things, I guess a lot, um, or a lot more so uh, in the last few weeks, but, um, this is something I was just thinking about, I guess this whole week. Um, I necessarily, uh, when I, when I, when I think about networking with people, but also how I approach it and the way I self-brand myself, I kind of just don't hold myself to any standard. Um, I'm always open to just approaching them, you know, seeing how they are first and then seeing if they're interested. And you can kind of pick that up in them. And then also too, that's just kind of how I like determine how I'm going to talk to certain people um, in, a, in a way of like earning knowledge from them. You know what I mean? And yeah. so uh, what I'm trying to say about that though is with myself, I'm just open, you know what I mean? Um, I come in there with confidence and I'm just always wanting to know more. Um, and we'll penetrate in different areas of conversation and be able to focus on different things, um, just kind of based on how that conversation starts, how you see them and just being open to talking about anything. Yeah, very interesting. Absolutely. And it was like with both of you, that's kind of how it went. It was just, obviously we were at an entrepreneurship conference so as anyone and everyone was just about easily approachable but i think what stood out to me personally with you all is that when i walk up it was just like that click and it sometimes it doesn't naturally happen and it's like sam with you saying that is like 
testing the water, so to say, and maybe it's not going to go well, but it's always worth it to try because you don't know what you don't try. So like, if you never would have come up to me, who knows, we, you would have mm -hmm. never been on this podcast. It would have never done, you know, yeah. but if you came up to me and then I was someone else and you're like, Oh, I don't really mess with this dude type of ordeal. Then you just learned from it. And I think going back to what George said in the practice, like, you know, just going up and keep on practicing and watching people, whatever it may be and practice, practice, practice. Cause that's just the way it works. And that's how I've been able to get my communication skills is just boldly talking and taking that risk. If it's in class, if it's with meeting new people, if I ask a dumb question in class, I learned from it, but I'm not nervous anymore. I can ask dumb questions all I want and I don't care what people think about me, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. besides the point. So I like how that was both answered. So how do you both personally approach someone you've never met? Uh, whether it be the thinking process, you can answer that however you like, but how do you really approach someone uh, from the standpoint of just being um, someone new? I would just, I'm going to say like, don't overthink it. Like do not overthink it at all. Just approach them. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's how I started. If I per se, like networking with mm -hmm. like friends, uh, that I have in the more recent two years, I mean, that's just how I would do it. Um, like I said, just kind of be open about it uh, and have confidence in yourself. You know what I mean? Um, you know yourself, you know how you're gonna hold yourself in that conversation. If you think about it beforehand, you're, you're confident enough to just go for it. Absolutely, absolutely, bro. I, I truly think, you know, do not overthink it whatsoever. Know who you are because at the end of the day, we're all people and, like, you know, you know who says it really well is Matthew McConaughey. He says, whoever you talk to, there's going to be people who don't like you, period, right? There's going to be people who do not like you. And, and no matter what you do, no matter what you say, they will not like you. But then there's going to be people who do like you. And, and the whole point of meeting people is to surround yourself with those individuals who do like you, mm -hmm. right? And so just take immediate action, go up to them, shake their hand, introduce yourself, say hi. And at the end of the day, they're a person just like you are, you know, you guys are, you're just energy going back and forth. That's all it is. And even if you're introverted, like it doesn't matter. Just say hi, you know, yeah. just yeah. basic stuff. Where are you from? That brings forward conversation, you know, anything. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, I like how you brought that up because at the CEO conference, there was a guy, I don't know if you both remember or not, but there's a guy that said, there's, there's the one third rule in everyone and anyone you meet one third is going to like you one third is going to be neutral there. Yeah, you're okay, but you're not awesome. And one third is going to hate you. And it's about capitalizing on that one third and being yourself. Like both have said, just being yourself. And it's like, don't act like, you know, act like someone different. Everyone else is taken. So be your unique self. And then you find people that are like-minded, like you both to me. Uh, and that's, that's why we clicked. It's just, we acted ourselves and we were all approachable and we were willing to take a risk of communication. I mean, like, yeah. when we think about it, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, sure. Rejection, like I'm good. I don't need to talk or whatever, but whatever you tried that's that's the whole point of it yeah. i gotta say one more thing on that um excitement you know if you were excited about it then how would you be uh i mean when you're excited you kind of forget about everything else you're excited you know what i mean yeah. that's how yeah. that was my feeling um you know i brought myself to tampa with 
not really thinking about it a whole lot but then once it was coming down to the time and then once it was there i was like excited i was like this is just a full-on opportunity right now and i'm gonna use every moment of it and so you know everyone's talking beforehand about networking and like it really gets in your head but when you're down there you don't necessarily have to think about it like that it just comes true like everyone is down there and they're excited and so you were excited i was excited george was excited we all had a purpose to be there that made it 10 more like 10 times more easy to approach other people and then absorb everything that you're talking about with that person and for me that was exciting you know every 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 point made me keep going and wanted like know more and bring a better side out of myself that I don't usually see so I mean that's kind of where I feel that was yeah. for myself but yeah absolutely man. nice beard by the way it looks good on you yeah yeah I know I think I'm I'll, I'm gonna keep it for another week awesome, and we're gonna man. see where we go with that yeah why not why not um yeah to, to go off to go off of that I think uh you know, Hunter, what, what happened to Sam and I, which was really, I mean, it was incredible, man. I, I mean, we, there was the, the guest speaker, there was a guest speaker in one of the rooms and everybody had left the main hall area where all the tables were. And, um, you know, Sam and I were late. I don't know what we were doing. We were probably putting away a camera or something. And we went up to these three guys sitting at a table with like a, a VR headset sitting on or something. I don't know. Um, and one, one of them just really started to talk to us. You know, we, we introduced ourselves, um, and we just picked up conversation so easily and that ended up being Sean. I don't know if you met Sean he was the, yeah, you did meet Sean. He was the, uh, CEO and founder of the, uh, of Maya, the new artificial intelligence company. Yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, man, we talked to him for an hour while there was a guest speaker going on and everybody was else that was in there. And I, I kid you not, just that conversation alone changed my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was probably the most impactful thing I took away from the conference, but that would have never happened if like we didn't take immediate action, just go up to this random table and say, hi, you know, and, and and that's that's what I think it's about is and that's really what they say when your network is your net worth is because that puts so much more opportunity in front of you. And I mean, we've had two meetings since that initial hour long conversation in Tampa, and it's just unbelievable. You know, so. yeah, and I saw you further that and you invited him CEO uh, club, right? Was he coming soon or did he already come? Yeah, he was just here yesterday. He was yeah. just here. That's what I thought, like just mm -hmm. talking to this guy. And I got to speak with him and uh, the other co-founders, which they're all family related. And I believe they're all three brothers, but really mm -hmm. cool, smart, down to earth guys. And what blew my mind is that they dropped out of college and now they're <laughs> running an yeah. artificial intelligence, like next level for entrepreneurs. It's yeah. insane. It's, I love the whole concept and idea, but um, I like how you not only did that networking and that talk and in this same exact situation right here within just talking to each other, adding each other on LinkedIn and some Instagram and Snapchat or whatever, right. that it expanded into something bigger just because we took that opportunity became vulnerable just to take a risk that literally doesn't have really any risk besides maybe you getting a little nervous or, you know, getting less confidence if it doesn't go as well. But at the same time, it's a practice that's going to make you golden. And I looked at both of your LinkedIn's and they're pretty solid. So for a newcomer or someone that 
maybe just got on LinkedIn, what do you both think is the best way to connect, link with people, so to say, because as LinkedIn is definitely a networking guru of uh, today's generation? Yeah, I think um, the best way is to connect with people locally and then shoot them a message. Just, you know, anybody can text, right? So you don't have to be extroverted to send a text message. So um, connect, randomly connect with people in your area, shoot them a message, say hi, say what you do. And that's it. Just keep connecting, keep networking. Um, you know, not all of your friends are going to have LinkedIn, but uh, I would say look at other people's LinkedIn, look at other people's LinkedIn's that look good. And then, you know, take that as an example to kind of frame your LinkedIn around, right? Don't copy it, right? But be original, maybe pull a little bit from their theme, pull a little bit from somebody else's theme, somebody else's theme, and then combine your own into whatever you think is creative and looks good. Absolutely. Sam? Um, I actually haven't been a big user of LinkedIn for a long time. I've just kind of more so been since maybe the two weeks before Tampa. Um, and then I just started using it a lot more. And then I started kind of, you know, doing what George said. Um, I'd look to other people and see what they were about. You know what I mean? See if they're interested. And if they were, then it made it more, more likely for me to, you know, um, grow my page and kind of by doing that, you know what I mean? You can link, you can connect with other people. Um, most of them were people I had distantly knew, um, but locally for sure. Uh, there's a lot of students at Whitewater um, who I feel are like still in some way connected. You probably feel the same way at Ball State, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. That's that's the way I personally, I, cause I remember my freshman year in class and one of my business classes, there's like, you have to, project was you have to make a LinkedIn and blah, 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 finish your stuff. And then I really got into it uh, four years ago and then it just started adding on and then snowballing. And then I just broke like 500 connections. And I will say there comes to a point on LinkedIn when you're just like, you shouldn't request random Joe or like Sally or all (laughs) these different people. That's something that I feel like a lot of people try to hit that 500 plus. It took me four years to hit that 500 plus on LinkedIn. And that was, Mm. I can tell you uh, anything. I can tell you a lot about the person that I am following on LinkedIn. And that's for sure. I don't let random people follow me if they're whatever it is. Uh, if I don't see, they have another thing when you're connecting with someone, it tells you like, so-and-so nine plus of your followers or connections follow this person. If there's zero, then it's kind of a red flag that potentially it's a scam or something, but they could be reaching out to you if they add a note. That's why you should always add a note when you're connecting with someone, because they don't know how you're connecting. But I connected with the, I don't know if you guys did, but uh, the lady, I forget, I don't know why I forget her name. She worked with Steve Jobs, quit, and then built her company up. Yeah, to, Joyce, to, Joyce, yeah, right. Joyce. Yeah, and then sold the company for $2 billion. I was so shocked. She accepted my connection. It wasn't like a follow, it was a connection. I was like, oh, Joyce, follow me, let's go. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it's a lot of, and I think with LinkedIn, I think you both can agree, it's a lot of play and practice and like testing the water, seeing what other people post and staying LinkedIn is really a way to boast, uh, you know, your accomplishments or oh, getting is, a job. Yeah. That's really what it is. You don't go on there and be like, I mean, some people do, but it's very rare to see, oh, uh, I lost basically. <laughs> like there's not a whole, maybe quotes or something, but other than that, usually it's how you appraise yourself and then companies are going to look at you or, you know, people that you're connecting with like George and Sam, when I connected with them, I checked out their LinkedIn, but I already knew them. So that was besides the point, but 
what makes you both think uh, for yourself and for others included, how do you think is a good way to stand out within a conversation? I mean, I mean, just keeping interest to the topic while you're speaking. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's a really good question because it just depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say be honest. Yeah. Be, be very honest. Be genuine. You know, if you ask me something and I don't know the answer to it, I'm going to say, I don't know. <laughs> you know, and that's the same thing you want to take that into the business world and into the real world. I mean, never lie, just always be upfront and transparent, um, but be yourself, right? No matter who you're speaking with, be yourself. Because at the end of the day, Hunter, if we had one conversation and we met on the street and I never even told you my name, I just was myself and I treated you right, you'd probably go back to Nebraska and you'd be like, man, that guy I met on the street, he was cool. Like we had such a great conversation. I don't know what his name was, but he, you know, I remember his face and, and the, the vibe he gave off and his demeanor. Mm -hmm. And then like, if we ever saw each other again, we'd be like, we'd probably have another conversation like that. And that, that's just like that thing is be yourself because especially, you know, Joyce, right. She's worth billions of dollars. She doesn't want to remember you as a fan or sorry. You don't want to remember her that she thinks you're a fan of hers, right? You want to her to remember you as the guy who has the podcast, the relentless entrepreneur, right? So, so that's kind of how I look at it. Um, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I, uh, um, a perfect yeah, example. Same. I mean, Hunter. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Go, go, you, go. You can. Okay. No, that, well, that's um, what I was gonna say. You, if you had anything to say. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. Um, I want to take what George just said and kind of, it's kind of how I perceived you too. I, you know what I mean? It's kind of how, when we were down in Tampa and um, something that I recognize in myself, like you have to stand out, you have to give yourself that confidence. Um, but I mean, like you had uh, some staple of things happen and you know what I mean? First of all, you did win a lot of prizes um, and you stood out, but um, it was how you, you went up to the mic all the time. You were approaching um, a new opportunity and you weren't afraid to do that. And you know, that kind of, showed other people that you weren't nervous um and then also too i mean when you talked to us obviously we talked about that you know you were just easy easy going but really passionate about something and um you were honest and you were bold about it you know yeah 100 percent. and i think it goes back to like what we were saying in the beginning just being yourself it's like so simple but at the same time like i feel like people want to tell people what they want to hear rather than like the truth, so to say. And I think going back to what George said is just like staying truthful with whatever you're talking about. It's like, you don't have to say, Oh, I'm a CEO of a company and worth $15 million or some, you know, BS, like just to get a, approval to this person or maybe to get them interested to talk to you because when you become most vulnerable within your truth of yourself is when others connect with you best. Because what I found is if you're not vulnerable, people can't, if you become very vulnerable and, you know, open up to in some different way, people could make that big connection because maybe they're vulnerable in that certain type of way. And then you just made a deep connection. And that's what right. I believe we had is just like, you know, first it was, you know, the basic talk, what's your name, major, oh, what's yeah. your business idea? Where are you going to, you know, school, all that jazz. But then we got into it. And then later at night, we started chatting and stuff. And we really got to know each other and connect on a, a deeper level. 
And we got to fit each other's personalities and to see how everyone went. And just everyone within that conference mm. just blew my mind because it was just the easiest and most, I didn't come across, one person didn't come across like, wow, that's not the person to talk to at all. Everyone was super, le- they weren't talking down upon anyone, which I, I very so much liked. But um, what are, what, now that we talked a little bit about networking, what are some, before I forget, do you, both of you either have book or podcast recommendations? Because I always like to ask my guests that. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm. freaking read it, dude. Freaking read it. Like for anybody listening to this, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad as a start. Just start with that book. I mean, there's plenty of other books, but if you don't start with that book, you're not really going to understand the purpose of the other books. And that's why it's so powerful. Um, so that's what I'd recommend. Definitely. Uh, Sam, do yeah. you agree or... I do. Um, that's a good book. And I, you know, don't quote me on reading. I'm not a big reader, No, um, but I have read. And um, I mean, I really enjoyed how to win friends and influence people. Mm. Um, I mean, because honestly, you know, a large part of, I guess, being a successful person is learning how to communicate with yourself, but then also too, with how you can communicate that with others. And um I want to branch away just for a second of from um, books and podcasts because I'm sure there's a lot and there's always a lot to talk about with that. But in terms of also like learning things from books and podcasts, um, I recommend if you don't if you don't do it, something I do is I follow, I limit to who I follow on certain social media accounts, but especially uh, Instagram, I look at a lot more. Um, like business accounts um because i mean the stuff that you i mean you use your phone all the time right so if you try to push yourself to read a book if if you're not necessarily enjoying that book but you know you want to get the most out of it you know you don't put all your you're all into it but i mean when you're on your phone and you're looking through your media and it's on your like it's on your feed and you're just scrolling through a lot of the times i feel like i'm sucking in a ton of new information every day that's actually really valuable to me just based on who I'm following. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I follow these marketing accounts, these entrepreneurship accounts, but it's deeper than that. It's not like guru stuff. It's passionate, like trying to help, um, you know, tips that can go all sorts of ways. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm glad you brought that up actually really much. So, and I always ask people what's the podcast or books, but I've, I, within another podcast, I think it was in the very beginning, uh, something about, uh, learning or something. I forget the episode name, but I talked, I, I dove deep into that, that it's more than podcasts and books. That's just the two major things. But I think I really agree with the following. I started doing that. It's like, um, you know, millionaire, millionaire motivation. There's, there's a couple yeah. of big po- post uh, pages through that. And uh, they always give me inspiration just throughout the day. Even if it's not information, like you were talking about, Sam, it's just like, you know, growing upon that. And I like how you brought up how to win friends and influence people. I actually have a podcast episode. So if you don't want to read, I got about a 30 minute summary of that book and poor dad, rich dad, or rich dad, poor dad. Also, I've already reviewed, not reviewed, but summarized basically. So I, I do, I really like Sam that you brought up that you're not a big reader because 
at the end of the day, not it's not for everyone. And there's so many ways to get information. And I mean, literally the internet, it's insane. The articles, the Instagram, like the amount of information that our brain processes a day is like quite literally insane. And all of our learnings are different and completely different from other people. But um, I, there's so many different ways to learn. And I like how you brought that up and how you kind of pivoted in entrepreneurship mindset. You were you thought you weren't, you thought outside of the box. I gave you the podcast and book, and then you said, I'm going to think outside of the box. I really mm-hmm. like that. Um, but George, going back to what you said with uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I really, that was one of my most favorite. I actually read that book. And then I also listened to a summary of the book and then did a podcast over it. But that book was like the top five books I've ever read as well yeah. as how to win friends and influence people. Yeah, man. And I, I think when, when you, uh, like if you want to read a book, if you want to learn about something, I think that's why social media today is so powerful. And, you know, Gary Vee talks about how there's a lot more entrepreneurs than there once was. And it's like, okay, if, if you're on Instagram and you see one of your friends post about some, something that he was at a conference in Tampa, like for example, you Hunter, I mean, you're blowing up social media with entrepreneurial stuff all the time. If one of your friends have never seen one of your posts before, and then he sees that that's like planting a seed. He's like, holy shit, what is entrepreneurship? I'm curious about this, you know? And and if you have that, at least, if you're subconsciously thinking about it like that and you want to read a book, I mean, don't just read the book. Read the book like you're looking for everything within the book. You're looking for all the answers to your problems in that book, Mm -hmm. right? Like find the needle in the haystack, bro. Like find what that book's about. Because then if you have that desire, then I think, you know, it's going to keep going. You just can't say like, oh, I'm going to read this book and then buy it and never read it because I've done that. And, you know, those books are sitting in my bedroom waiting to be read, you know? know, Something I do when I'm reading, um, I like annotate pages that really stick out to me. Mm -hmm. And I really do. I'll like underline certain things, highlight certain things, circle different things. They all have their own meaning on that page. But it's how I can simplify going through that page and understanding what I read so I can always go back to it. And I love it because when I own a book, that becomes my journal. Um, And I'm looking at this right in front of me. You know, I guess I don't read. I do this. You know what I mean? I'm writing down. Mm -hmm. Um, I put my thoughts down and it feels good because I'm also teaching myself stuff that like I'm reminding myself of things that I was taught throughout the day. Just like, you know what I mean? Or what I'm thinking about, depending on where the topic of what I'm writing is but you know that's interesting and um I like to do that that's I mean what I did with uh, how to win and like win friends and influence people you know what I mean a good example of it that's a book I really used a ton uh, and then I'll write down like on the I'll go back to the front of the page and write down that page number kind of like my takeaway for that and it's just an easy way to kind of like um you know for me to pinpoint the things that I took away from it. Cause at the end of the day, you can't really, you can study books and we can all study books if we really wanted to. But a lot of the times, you know, we're going to read a book and when we read it, there's always like five things that stood out to us. And that's what we think about every time we talk about that book or whatever we're doing. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I enjoy to do. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know who said it, dude, but um, some guys said like, I'm trying to remember it. When you turn like 24 years old, the only thing that's going to change about you is the books that you read you know, and I feel that's exactly where you're going with that is, is 
taking away five things that are that you value, you know, you put those into your life and then yeah, I've, I've seen it through many entrepreneurs and them talking about uh, when I asked them about books and stuff. And I was just talking to someone, I forget. Um, I had mentor day for my entrepreneurship program. So previous entrepreneurs from our Ball States program came back and gave us advice on one to one. And one of me and another guy were talking about uh, reading and he was like, but applying is a different thing. You can read as much as you want, but if you don't apply these things that you learn within the books and you don't even have to read, you know, business, so to say, but um, you know, there's many good stories. I'm reading the alchemist right now. And it's, it's a more um, in-depth book in someone searching meaning for life. So to say, it's this story in the uh, 1600s or something. And it's not the though thou, but it's, it's a really good book. And I think what I learned with reading is that reading isn't like reading in the eighth grade where you're forced to read something that you don't like. It's completely oh, different true. when you uh, do read, but have you, either of you heard of Blinkist before? I'm not. That is for both of you and the audience as well. Uh, Blinkist summarizes books within 15 minutes. So the key takeaways, boom, there. So like anything and everything, the subscription's like 60 bucks, but that's an entire year. And it like, I've read technically through that app, a hundred books within four months, a couple, I listen to books every day. Like it's like 15 minutes on a walk to class. I just read an entire book basically. That's another okay. really key thing that, um, and it's about maximizing your time and learning. And I think you both would really benefit from that. And I think they have like a, a trial or something. You guys both check it out. I'll actually plug it into the chat right now in our Zoom chat. Right, but, um, it is, that's how you spell it. Uh, one of the best things that I've come across and it's very valuable. It's, that is probably the best investment I've made with all the dumb decisions I've made with investments. But I think that is one of the best things that anyone could ever come across with being effective within learning your time. It's actually spelled like that. Um, okay, cool. But yeah. And I, I like, I want to talk about, uh, George, have you went, uh, read how to win friends and influence people or heard about I've it? Never read it. I've always been recommended it. And, um, I did read when I was a freshman, I read a book called, um, something blah, 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 tips and tricks of how to talk to professional people. And it, it was around the similar uh, lines of that. And uh, I just never picked it up. But uh, Sam, sorry I interrupted you, man. I knew you were going on a tangent about uh, books, if you wanted to finish that. And then, uh, okay, well, uh, it kind of wasn't about necessarily books. I just, like, I enjoy, like, I think we're also on the topic of how do we consume information that's valuable to us. Do you know what I mean? That's where we're getting at from podcasts and books. And so when I was talking about that media stuff, um, I kind of use a trick too. I mean, like I follow things. I'm just saying like in terms of when I'm reading, like how I was going off of it or listening to podcasts, you do it to uh, absorb information that you enjoy. And like for me, I organize my Instagram kind of based on what I learn. Um, if you can see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I mean based on the accounts I follow, I put different categories for things and I just open it up here and there and I'm checking in on things that I enjoyed. I can read back to if I didn't have time to read it. It's just something like food for thought, you know? The we save tab different... you're talking about? The save tab, yeah. Okay, yeah, and yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's pretty It's pretty lengthy too. I mean, it's not gonna oh, focus wow. back here. Yeah. But yeah, it's and it's interesting, you know? I like to do that. Um, 
short and simple is kind of the best way sometimes it's more effective and that's I found this to be pretty effective you know if I'm going to be using Instagram and absorbing all that stuff in my face then might as well make it easy yeah look back to if I think it's interesting right me uh talking about the how to win and friend how to win friends and influence people like you brought that up sam because i actually had it written down um that was one of the best books and george i'll give you a quick summary of the book it's let others talk about themselves because people love talking about themselves and then call people by their name that is love language to the ear smile in a conversation and don't complain too much but the three the other three takeaways a smile call people by their name and let others talk and be genuinely interested and invested in the conversation asking questions is like the top takeaways of the book and i think that really goes in with networking and uh just how like you meet someone and you didn't even read the book george and i know sam we touched on it just the fact that you already knew it and, but it reestablished those values mm-hmm. when you like read it or learn about it. And that's, what's really cool about Blinkist. And this isn't so, like, I'm not uh, paid by any way or to say it. it's just such a, it's such an amazing thing that I tell anyone and everyone about, because I want everyone to have this app that I've fallen in love with and have learned exponentially, like literally exponentially a hundred mm-hmm. books and like I'm busy all the time till I wake up 6am all the way to I go to bed at 10pm. It's like insane. But I think that's a that's very interesting. But is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Well, I mean, when you bring forward, um, you know, how I kind of already adapted to those, the advice that was in, you know, how to win friends and influence people. It's like, I already knew it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, what's similar to that is Christianity in the Bible, right? Like when people study Christianity and religion, they look at what God tells them to do, to be moral, to be ethical, to be justified when God says what's good versus what's bad, what's a sin versus what's not. And as people, we have these general morals. Mm-hmm. Like we just instinctively know what's moral and what's not moral or what, you know, what's ethical, what's not yeah. ethical. And even playing a role in networking, the more you do it, the more practice you have, you start to realize that everybody who is wanting to network, wanting to meet people is, you know, comfortable with meeting people, is vulnerable to meet people. Everyone's kind of on the same wavelength, you know, it's not like, you know, Hunter's up here and Sam's down here or I'm up here, you know. It's nothing like that. It's like everyone's kind of on the same wavelength that they understand and they justify and they know what it takes to network. Um, and once you're at that level, I mean, it's, it's just, it just comes naturally, you know? Um, I don't know. How do you guys see that? Um, it comes pretty naturally, I'd say, for me, too. I think about it in the, a lot of the same ways. Yeah. And, um, you know, I actually, I just you know, you got to know this, right? Um, I just enjoy talking to people. It's what I like to do, you know? Um, I like to get to know people and what they feel and what they like to share and open up into the world. You know what I mean? A lot of people have a lot of great ideas and a lot of times they don't even know it either. Sometimes just being able to go up to someone who you kind of can tell based on their body language would maybe be interesting. You know, you pursue a conversation with them and then soon enough, all of a sudden, you guys are like, whoa, um, everything's kind of meshing in this conversation. 
I mean, I that's how I look at a lot of friendships that I make, especially with George. You know what I mean? That's kind of how ha- that had started. I can totally say that. Um, mm-hmm. That's I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like going into a conversation or meeting someone new and not viewing yourself as a, a more above talking down on the person or likewise, the other opposite way that the other person you're talking to is the two worth $2 billion. Like we were talking yeah. about earlier, it's keeping that safe wavelength through that conversation. And at the end of the day, like you said, George, and I like how it was just so simple. We're just all human at the end of the day. There's nothing super complex about it there. We make things more complex because we, we overcomplicate things when we overthink within, Oh, should I talk to this person? Should, you know, there were $2 billion. I'm worth zilch. So, and I'm mm-hmm. a college student. I'm broke. I'm actually in the negative. I'm in the hole. So like, what, like what it's, it's about having that confidence and acting like you deserve to be in that conversation, acting like you deserve to. And if it's the other way, likewise, it's just helping people out. It's human to human contact and talking to people. So I think that that's a a big takeaway, but um, I want to say, do you guys have any last things you want to mention to the audience or anything like that? I feel like it's been a really good conversation. Yeah. I think, um, you know, just to touch on what you just said, man, um, you know, you talk to somebody who's worth $2 billion. You're like, shit, should I even talk to this person? You know, what, what value do I have? That's on all levels too. Like, literally somebody just told me yesterday and, and it sucks because you don't, you don't think about it, but people who are successful, maybe they don't want an ego, like, mm-hmm. right. We're, we're successful in our own versions, right? We know we're successful because of just our mental attitude, our mental health, you know, our habitual actions just right now. I mean, take money, put it aside. But like somebody just told me yesterday, they're like, dude, Anytime someone comes up to you or, or your business partner or Sam or Hunter, even you at our age, they think that they need to, um, not right. This isn't justified as anybody, but in different levels, this is what I'm saying is at every level, somebody feels that they need to build some sort of ego, check their ego before they talk to you, Mm -hmm. right? Before you talk to Joyce, who's worth $2 billion, you're like, you know, check your ego, think of in your head, like, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this, right? Or I have to say this, I have to say this. And that's so not true, right? Like my business partner, I were just talking about is like, he's like, yeah, man, you know, I just say something funny to let them know, like, I'm a genuine guy, I'm transparent. Like, I, I don't want to have an ego. I, I don't want any of that. I just want to help people, right? I just want to help people. And, and these things that have happened, that's just because of my lifestyle that has nothing to do with the fact that, um, you know, I wanted it to happen out of like, uh, greed or power or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I like that. So, Sam. I think we're having a connection problem. Oh, there we go. We hear you now. You, Sam. Okay, Sam. I, can hear, I can hear you I see I, I could hear Sam within that remark and we've been fine this entire thing can you hear me now or say man I think it is um he's just I can wrote, hear you okay 
Okay. Uh, so, well, I feel like we did have a overall good conversation and well, it just reloaded. Well, it just froze again. So, uh, Sam, <laughs> either way, it was a pleasure meeting you all and especially networking. And I feel like we learned so much just within our interaction, not even the podcast episode, but within our interaction, we learned so much that, uh, of trying, so to say. So yeah. with that being said, I'm going to cue the outro. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.